Under. This is Over Under. All right. So we are into Over Under, and uh, where we talk about overrated, underrated, and we usually select a topic for it. And this time, the topic is directors. directors. Anyway, uh, so we each picked three directors. Um, we're going to kind of tell you the directors, movies that they're more known for, just a couple of them, and then we're going to go over their last four movies they directed. And we're going to judge whether they are overrated or underrated based on kind of a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately type thing. Is... Yeah, exactly. It'll be kind of fun, I think. Yeah, I, th- I think it will be a good discussion. Um, so who wants to go first? Uh, I'll go first. Okay, go, Matt. Um, Wes Anderson. He's one of my favorite uh, directors. Underrated completely. Completely underrated. Holy crap, he makes some amazing What are the last four movies. he's done? Here's the last four. Um, the Grand Budapest Hotel. Fantastic. Castello yeah. Cavalla something? Really? Haven't seen Never it. Never heard of screen. that one. Huh. <laughs> Prada. Huh. Candy. Also haven't seen it. Yes. Yeah. Cousin Ben Troop. Screaming with Jason Schwartzman. He's been making I've lots of movies that, that no one's seen. And it's really funny. Okay. Uh, Moon, Moonrise Kingdom. Yeah. That, that Fantastic Mr. Yeah. Fox. Fantastic Mr. So, Fox. Which, he's made, which was Since super Since 2009, dope. he's made all of that. Wow. Yeah. And not only that, but he is a double threat. He can sing he, and dance. <laughs> he writes and directs. Yeah. So... I love his eye. I love I love the detail of the um, the landscapes and the characters and the dialogue. Everything fits into this world that he has created. And it's with such these a very unique, quirky, specific colors, very specific mm. tone. It's like this. It's so quirky and so wonderful, and I love it so much. He's he's one of those directors where I feel like for so each fluffy. shot, for each frame, so there's fluffy. probably three pages of detail on how it's going to be laid out. Right, right. He has such oh. a clear idea of what he wants to make, and that's what makes his movie so good. I think he's underrated um, popularity-wise. I think everyone should recognize how good of it. I think his movies should be making tons of money, yeah. and, and they aren't. Um but I think Grand critically, did okay. And yeah. Well, but Mr. just Fox okay. Did yeah, okay. yeah. But those should have they, been those huge. Should be doing great, especially yeah, Grand should. Budapest Hotel. That movie is brilliant. Oh, I love that movie. Fantastic. But um, Mr. Fox. He, he, <laughs> he, he, he. I love his sense of humor, mm. and he is very artful in the way he frames his movies. Um, even like way back in like um. What is, the one with Bill Murray? Uh, Royal Tenenbaums. No, 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 oh. no. The one in the water. The the. Um, oh, Life Aquatic. Life Aquatic. Oh, I Zizou. love oh, Life Aquatic with it. Steve Zissou, and and a lot of the shots in that movies. are really smart and creative. Like yeah. when it shows the the submarine from the side with no wall, you know, and you yeah. see what's going on in every sim- separate room. It, it brings you to such a magical place, and it's so creative. I like, where do you come up so with yeah. that I idea? Wish my brain worked like and that. I, oh. I, yeah, I think with him, one thing I I'd want to say so is, um, damn it, I had it. Um, he always works with the oh, same the, people. Yeah, the same yeah. people. The type of They're actors that good. constantly work with him and show up in his Bill movies Murray, gives you an Jason idea Schwartz of what kind of a director he is oh, and yeah. how good he is. That yeah. these actors, he works with the Wilson brothers. But yeah, those are more his older that. movies, yeah. modern movies. He's still getting Bill Murray in there. He's just like it, it's great. It's always great. He's amazing. I I want to say one thing. Um, because of the kinds of movies he makes, they they're not all amazing. Um, I really didn't like the Darjeeling Limited. Uh, I felt like that yeah. movie was weird and that was a weird movie. I did like it, but I, I feel like it's a, not on some like, of his of movies are just like brilliant. 
And some of his movies, because they're like, I feel like you're kind of playing with fire because a lot of his plots aren't about like, well, they're not your general thing that you would make a movie about. And, and so sometimes it hits and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. So we should. Okay. uh, I'll go into mine. Steven Spielberg. What are your thoughts? Overrated? Underrated? Well, give give us his most recent movies. Um, his most recent, his four most recent are. Sorry, give me a second. I was scrolling through some of his. Well, BFG other stuff. was just on there. Um, right? There was BFG, mm-hmm. um, War Horse, Bridge of Spies, um, and then hold on. Um, Damn, he's got so many that were just announced. Sorry, the BFG, Bridge of Spies, Lincoln, and War Horse. And some of the ones he's most famous for are the Indiana Jones. He did War of the Worlds, yeah. Catch Me If You Can, Minority yeah. Report, yeah. Schindler's List, so Jurassic almost, Park. It, it's almost unnecessary because yeah. everyone knows. Steven Spielberg. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, Jurassic Park 1 and 2, which it really fell off in the third. I just recently rewatched the second one. I'm going to watch Jurassic Parks 1, 2, and 3 and do some reviews for the side on it. Nice. So. Oh, cool. Nice. Um, I'd be interested to hear what you say about the Lost World because I don't think it's as as bad as it it is considered to be. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. I th- there's one part with a gymnast that is really stupid. Well, I, I, but I I would say that I still think it's a disappointment. But we need to get no, yes, we need to speed up. This overrated, whole segment. underrated. Uh, yeah. He's properly rated. He's properly rated. I would agree with that. I don't and think he's overrated because he's he rated really highly all the time. But when he mm. does, it's incredible. You he knows make... how to direct children. He knows how to put together a chase sequence. That's yeah. He sure. knows how to direct, and it's clear. And obviously not every single movie he Jaws. ever puts his hands on is going to be incredible. But, I mean, he's probably, of all the directors alive, he is by far the closest to making, I mean, he probably has the most, you know, just really successful, really good movies. Uh, Chris. Okay, so um, my first name is George Lucas. <laughs> what <laughs> George Lucas my first director okay. uh, uh, overrated wait 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 wait. you don't even have to read it's completely <laughs> overrated <laughs> oh he doesn't even have a director tab I'm oh, sure he does down, okay well he's the done the prequels I'm sure we all let's let's use George he's Lucas as a as a quick as, to speed up this segment I think we all agree he's overrated yes I think George Lucas <laughs> is a great idea man I think he has yeah. good initial ideas but Don't he's let not him a go good director with it but he cannot direct he cannot get people to emote he cannot get them to do lines differently um, and that goes we with we talked about this before he's not good at directing people yeah and American graffiti really good movie but still it's kind of bland performances from the people but it still kind of fits and doesn't take away from the movie but then there's movies with a more crazy idea that George Lucas has that really does take away from it I think he's been lucky with a couple things not a good director hmm okay sorry yeah. I'm passionate about that one who's next <laughs> uh, I guess that's me again go Matt um, I will look uh, I gotta get in my email but it is uh, Kevin Smith Ooh. Kevin Smith. <laughs> I okay, really like Kevin Smith. What are the most um, recent? Let's go movies here because he's done some TV stuff lately. Yoga Hosers, which just came out. Oh, that's out already? Um, Yeah, it's, tr- yeah, it's trying sure to get into like, one. theater. Um, Tusk, which I haven't heard of, and it doesn't I have. say whether it's a movie it, it's, or not. I've heard good things, I haven't watched that actually. yet, and I really want to watch that. Red State. It's good. Red State. Red State. Okay. Cop Out, which I didn't see, and Zack and Miri. Oh, he did Zack and Mary make yep. a porno? And he also did uh, 
Clerks 2, Clerks, Jersey Girls. Yeah, I know Clerks and Clerks 2. I didn't Dogma, know he did. Chasing Amy. Zach and Mary. Mallrats. I didn't know he Dogma, did that. I love Dogma and I love Mallrats. Yeah. Chasing Amy was good. He, um, I think, especially Clerks, is just a pretty awesome movie. Um, I think he has brilliance in him. But I don't think it's because he's like this genius. I think he's just a, a normal guy. Incorrect. Um, <laughs> I feel like I don't know high, how highly rated he is. He's in the top 5,000 directors. <laughs> but I'm going to say underrated. That's awesome. I'm going to go and say underrated because I really like his yeah. stuff. And his newer stuff, a lot of it you haven't heard of. And I've heard really good things about it. Like Tusk, I've heard, is a really interesting movie. And so he's still doing new things. And Yoga Hosers is kind of a fun movie and with a really, really, really creative. I'm not sure about that one. There's like Nazi bratwurst. I'm actually not sure about it either. And I love Kevin Smith more than most people love Kevin Smith. I, I do really love Kevin Smith for some of his other kind of outside of the classic movies yeah. um, that he's most known for, which is why I believe... I'm going to say he's overrated. And the reason I'm going to say he's overrated... I just want to strangle No, you. just listen. The reason I'm going to say he's overrated head. is because people are hyping his older movies where he's just kind of getting into it. Like Clerks. Clerks is a good movie, um, kind of thrown together by someone with a lot of raw talent. But So you're saying that most of his... his the stuff people don't really know about, like his newer ones where he's more kind of in the background, he does a really good job directing those and making them. But he's not known for that. He's known for, but I hope people don't know him for Clerks too. I wasn't a fan of that movie. But um, no, people know him from Clerks. People know him from Jane, Silent Bob, which and Mallrats. Uh, I I think uh, see I think uh, he I think he's a good director, and I would agree with you though that people know him for like older classics and not what he's doing now. But I think that's why I feel like he's underrated because what he's doing now is good and relevant and really creative and fun. If people notice these newer movies more and the ones that he's doing with, um, yeah, that's making them more creative. I, I think he would be perfectly rated, but I think people are hyping him up for the wrong movies. Matt, what do you think? I'm just, I just love him so much. I'm just so opinionated on everything no yeah uh but no i think i think he's super underrated i love him to death he writes comics he does podcasts he is a nerdy guy he's i love a his kind podcast guy he is just an all-around good dude he has I, stuff that that never even got made that he directed like mm. the uh prince documentary yeah about um his uh one of his last albums that was made uh that never got released and mm. will probably never be released but prince because of dogma asked him to come and direct this thing. Yeah. And I love um, Dogma. Dogma is yeah. probably my favorite Kevin Smith movie. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, you have all the clerks and all that kind of stuff. And then you have, um, uh, what is it? Jersey girl. And I think that people don't talk about that movie. I mm. think people think that it, some people think that it's not a great movie. I loved it. I thought it was good. I thought it was really good. It fit in the timeline. Does it hold up today? Not necessarily. Mm. But it's really good, and I really like him. Um, so I'm gonna go over underrated, underrated for sure. And uh, I can't wait to see some of the things that he's going to be doing. Yeah, he's doing, like I said, he's doing a lot of TV. So definitely watch Tusk. Um, I've I've yet to see it, but I've heard amazing things about that movie and how yeah. weird and 
kind of freaky. Oh, that also that movie Comic is. Book Men. So there Comic you go. Book Men is fantastic. Yeah. I love that show. I do. Don't get me wrong. I yeah. absolutely love Kevin Smith, the person. But I wish he would get noticed for more of the stuff people don't know about, as opposed to parading around the same movies they've been parading See, around. See, I'm for sure the past he. I'm years. sure he wishes the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. What's your second director, Corey? I think that's okay. what we're on. Or yeah, yeah, we yeah. Yes. My second okay. director is Tim Burton. Overrated or underrated? Tim Jimmy. Burton. Give us his last four. Uh, last four: Frankenweenie, Dark Shadows, Alice in Wonderland, and Sweeney Todd: The Demon Barber of Fleet Street. Oh man. Perfectly rated. For a second, I'm gonna go with. for a second, I was like, "Dang, he's been sucking lately." But Sweeney, I liked Sweeney Todd. Yep. Um, he's done a lot of like producer work on things, which his name gets attached to. That a lot of people are like, "Dang, that sucks." Right. But, people. A lot of people thought he directed Nightmare Before Christmas, but he was a, a, a producer. He, yeah. yeah. Um, I heard he was heavily involved though like heavily involved. well yeah i mean that's like straight from his sketches man but he's not actually doing well he he planned the whole thing out basically and then someone else directed it yeah uh yeah it's based on a lot of the artwork that he did well, like back when he was like in school yeah uh but you also got mars attack sleepy hollow um, big fish so who he did big fish i really like that that's an, i love the corpse bride look he has a signature style mm. um and it's really good and so I don't – it's hard to say that he's over or underrated because I believe people know what he's good at and that's people, what he's known for. I think people for. like him and I think he's perfectly rated. Like, yeah, but, but he has a certain style, which is where people forget that he didn't direct Big Fish because that's a little bit outside of his right, style. Yeah. Um, and that's where I would say he's probably underrated. I originally was going to say perfectly rated, possibly a, a little Sorry. overrated, but looking at his movies – I think he's probably underrated because people are kind of like, oh, he's the creepy guy with the creepy thing, so he's there. He's not like a great director. It's like, oh, this is what he does. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? I, I like his stuff. I think he's properly rated, though. Like, Alice it's in like Wonderland wasn't amazing, loves, but I don't think so it was as bad. It's, if you take into a, that into account, like you were saying, well, he yeah. only makes this type of movie. Well, he wants to. So it's kind of like typecasting. That's what I'd compare it to. Someone could be a great actor and they like though. doing a certain thing. Yeah, but people won't consider them a great actor. You don't think? Because they're like, like, oh, well, they just do that one thing. Okay. I know what you mean. I, I, know get, what you mean. I get it. Yeah, we could probably argue people don't, this People don't <laughs> realize how, how broad his talents are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ridley Scott. Let me give you his last... Last four, but I'm gonna I'm gonna bounce around a little bit so you guys know what he's like really known for as well. Okay. Uh, so we have, um, The Martian was the last movie that he did that's actually out, and then there's Exodus, Gods and Kings, The Counselor, which I've never heard of, uh, Prometheus, uh, Body of Lies, American Gangster. I'm going a little bit further back here, um, Kingdom of Heaven, Black Hawk Down, Gladiator. Now that was a long time ago. That was in two thousand, but he did direct Gladiator. Yeah, overrated. 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 The last movie that I really liked that I thought he was great with was, I'm looking at the list here: Gladiator and Hannibal. You didn't, didn't like The Martian. I haven't seen The Martian, so oh. that weighs heavily on. Yeah. Mine. But if you look at all of those other movies. I just don't think he's the blockbuster type of movie maker. Yeah. And I think those can be hit or miss. And, uh, they're I, very 50, 50. Yeah. And so I, I don't know. I'm going to, yeah, I think he's just overrated. I think like 
he's known for all these other things and then now he's getting all this other work because he's famous honestly he's a little more hit and miss than i would prefer out of a great director not like kevin smith though but i don't think you can make a movie like gladiator on accident yeah like and that because that is one of the like up there with one of the greatest movies uh so so it's a little difficult for me because i feel like he hasn't given me much lately although he is I think he's a little bit overrated because he's really riding a high right now with Martian. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, The Martian was a great movie, a really good movie. But I feel like he could do he is doing whatever he wants right now and studios are just giving him like the green light to do whatever because The Martian was so successful. He's doing like this whole alien project uh right now and they're letting him like kind of have the reins. 16 years ago. Right, but The Martian was like last year. Yeah. So, okay, I uh I think I'd probably agree somewhere kind of in between you guys. Um did we each name two? Yeah, yeah. Okay, we're on we're, we're actually going to cut it there and we're going to move on to the next uh okay. thing. We'll write up some of our other ideas on different directors in a post and we'll post it on the site on some other ones we have some thoughts on. Nice. Damn, um, I hate running out of time. All right, so we're going to move it over to Ba-da-da-da-da-da. Scene selection. Scene selection. Scene selection. One, two, three, four, five. Five, four, three, two, one. One, two, three, four, five. Five, four, three, two, one. All right, scene selections. I love that intro. So we decided to do a another scene selections with a topic. Chris, what is that topic? Uh, best one-on-one fight scenes in movies. Ooh. So, uh, what are the stipulations here? Uh, it just has to be one-on-one. It has to be okay. one guy <laughs> fighting one guy. Um, and we were talking about it, and I think we accept. We may. We were thinking about accepting fight scenes where they're like they're fighting multiples of the same person, and that was not like we all agreed on that. And then we kind of with the idea of what if he's fighting a bunch of people one person at a time and i think that's cheating the <laughs> the parameters of the of the the category what you're saying is absolutely no cheating and i think it's no cheating to say very seriously yeah, this isn't a one-on-one fight he's fighting like 20 people but he's only hitting one of them at a time I of course say, he's I only hitting already, one of them at a time i already have one of those that breaks your rule but we talked about it already yeah, so. yeah no it's okay it's okay i just want you We're to know that, that you that you cheated and it doesn't actually count. So, like, I don't. I only have what, like five points now. Yeah, because the points mean nothing. Um, oh my god, are we on who's? Who's line? gonna do their list first? Or are we just gonna go around? We'll all do an honorable mention. I'll do a number three like that. Uh, yeah. Oh, go ahead okay. and do an honorable mention. Uh, okay, so my honorable mention is from the Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and it's when they're jumping across like treetops and floating through the air and like kicking off like raindrops and uh this is a honorable mention because i usually don't like the kind of uh fighting where instead of realistic martial arts it's just people like flying through the air it usually takes me out but that one is kind of beautiful and amazing and i think it's important to have a fight like that in your list because it's it's that's where a lot of our some of our greatest modern day martial arts movies that's where they got they, their start they got their start in these like crazy you know floating through the air kicking off stuff 
House of Flying Daggers is that type of movie, and that movie went a long way to sell me on these types of fighting and and the style. Once you kind of understand where they're coming from, you appreciate it a lot more. Sure. Yeah. Okay, uh, my honorable mention is Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. This is the fight scene against the Japanese twins and sex bomb. <laughs> um, so I try to think outside the box, uh, and I do that often, and sometimes I get myself in trouble. And this is a perfect example of that, where I watched every single fight scene in the movie and tried to come up with a one-on-one fight scene that was worthy, and I couldn't find one. But I love this movie so much that I decided to make it an honorable men- mention anyway. So this fight is the uh, the fight between the animated characters that come out of uh uh, of the bands playing against each other the dragons and the uh gorilla so that is the individual fight scene portion it's it's during the battle of the bands during the battle of the bands yeah i think it's awesome and i love it so much and i love i'm surprised you didn't pick like the jason schwartzman fight the oh because jason like the villain when he fights like the main villain I the thought about that, but here's the problem with that one is it's very, very short. It gets cut off. He gets the extra life, comes back, and then it's also very short, and it also involves, involves knives and Ramona. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, fair. Fair. I, and don't get me wrong. I love Jason Schwartzman, and I wanted to do that one so bad, too, but I couldn't, so... There you go. Watch the movie, folks. Corey, honorable mention? My honorable mention is Jim Carrey versus himself in Liar Liar. When <laughs> he wants to beat himself up to get out of the courtroom scene. I wish you wouldn't have told me beforehand because that's such a brilliant idea. Now I'm um, like numb to it. But I He think I really he so goes hard. all out. He yeah, go- he does. He just beats himself down and it's hilarious to watch and... It's just really entertaining and shows like the pen is... what his character is going through when he finds a way to get himself out of court. The pen is so, royal it's really good. blue. <laughs> I love how, I mean, a lot of these are just like about like choreography and cool fighting, but that's just about Jim Carrey being a brilliant actor and Agreed. being able to make it believable that he's beating himself up. Um, pretty awesome. Okay, so my number three, because these are lists of top three is uh, the Agent Smith Neo fight from the first movie. The first time he fights a, a an agent, they know it's an agent, they're like, run away, and he decides not to run away and to stay and fight him. So it, it I love that it's a, a big moment in the character of Neo, and it's a big moment in the movie, yeah. because no one's ever won a fight against an agent. Yeah, and, oh, so good. And the fight I got goosebumps. is awesome. I love when he blocks his punch and then he sticks his fingers out into his throat and he's like oh. that's one of oh, my yeah, favorite moments of any fight scene awesome. when when agent smith starts doing like the super speed punches to the yeah. gut and it just like you it looks like he has six arms and it's like boo, 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 boo. Yeah. i love that i pretend to do that all the time when i'm fake fighting people it's <laughs> like <laughs> this you lead such a crazy I, life i absolutely love this fight it's it's iconic. I think it'll go down in history as a great fight. And yeah. I like how it shows another side of how you can film fighting this, this, uh, wire kind of, you know, yeah. jumping around and floating. And, and it has a lot of elements. It starts with guns and then they run out of ammo and then it's like fist to fist. So yeah. it's like a cool, great transition. Yeah. Yeah. Loved it. Loved it. Uh, I'm going to go with number three for me is, uh, well, I'll just follow up on the same. No, I won't. It, it, <laughs> oh. it, it man too. It Man 2. It it's, Man uh, 2. 
It's a uh, Catman do. <laughs> it's the fight where they're in the restaurant and uh, Ip Man is fighting all the masters. Sammo Hung, which is the last master that he fights. Yeah. This guy had a dang heart attack and went to the hospital and then came back and filmed the rest of the movie and the final fight. <laughs> he is such a magic fountain. Yeah. Yeah. Such a magic He's fountain. He's a bad magic fountain. Bad magic yeah. fountain. Um, so I'll read you this quick little thing. Um, Hung performed his own stunts in the film, which led to him receiving several injuries during the film. While fighting um, in a seam, he was struck in the face by co-star Darren something and uh, insisted on completing the shoot before going to the hospital. <laughs> he did it so much that his mouth was full of blood. Five hours later, he finally went to the hospital. <laughs> this guy is just tough as nails, That's awesome. Man. So um, he is the, also the choreographer of this um, the movie. That's why it was important when he, when he left. Um, Donnie Yen does a lot of the choreography does, of this movie. But the, he's the main dude. Oh, main, main wow. wow. So when Crazy. he left, he was not very happy with the end result because he wasn't there. Yeah. Huh. Um, because his mouth was full of blood. Yeah. He was just unhappy because his mouth was full of blood. The is the table fight scene where he fights the three masters, and it's just really stinking cool. Okay. Very little yeah. wire usage, um, but it was mostly just to keep them from falling off. But there are some fantastical things. Well, there but they're amazing. Also, if you haven't seen the Eat Man movie, movies they're amazing and i'm pretty sure i'm not sure if all of them are on netflix but that's where i saw all of them them are i think and the third one just came out and it's available right now so check it out all right for me my third fight which is kind of shocking for me and probably everyone else that it's the first rocky the battle between uh rocky balboa and apollo creed um uh realistically this is probably one of my number ones. I mean, yeah. it's so hard to figure out, but there's a couple other ones I wanted to highlight for people to see. Uh, but the movie is just an incredible, incredible movie. And a lot of people think it's just some dumb boxing action movie because it's Sylvester Stallone, but this is a great drama and that's where that gets lost. Um, and it's the final fight leading up to all this stuff. It's the big fight. No one thinks Rocky's going to win. And spoiler alert, he doesn't win. That's the best thing about the fight. He doesn't win, but everyone falls in love with Rocky because he goes the entire way he goes through the, the fight, and everyone turns on Apollo and starts cheering for Rocky because they're like, this nobody is like absorbing punches, and he's actually putting up a fight. Holy cow. I love this movie Like so It was much. supposed to be an exhibition, like two-round yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. and he Refused went the distance. Up, it's incredible. I got goosebumps again just talking about it. Because it is just an incredible fight. It on your incredible list. movie. I knew it would be. I will find damn, my yeah. way. I can go the distance. I will go the distance. We've already done do that. I <laughs> uh, do I get to do my number two? Oh, um, yeah. My wife's name is Adrian. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, yep. Number two. All right. Well, I'll be back in a second. That was me oh doing my, my number two. Oh, okay. Oh, 90s Chris oh. is back again. Yep, welcome back, 90s Chris. You guys, bodily <laughs> functions are funny, and there's nothing you can do about it. Um, oh, my God. My number two is Desh and Jason Bourne in the Bourne Ultimatum. Desh is the... He's, like, hiding in the apartment, and uh, Jason Bourne comes in, and he's like... Wow, and they start fighting each other, and there's like a cool thing that. with a book to 
like and there's like a broken leg or something Jerry and there's like thing. a choking him out with like a towel th- moment it's this really cool it's got it's got Super both the, intense. yeah it's it's really like shaky cam like close quarters you feel like you're part of the fight but the choreography is brilliant and um both the actors are going all out and it's really believable and uh they have really creative use of props that just seems really believable um the born movies did really well and i feel like a lot of the reason they did so well was because it's just believable that these spies would use these you know whatever's around them to to defend themselves and kill people. And I feel like if the fighting wasn't good in those movies, then those movies wouldn't be that good. But because the the fight scenes are so amazing, it, it, it goes to characterize the, the characters. And so Jason Bourne is a great character because of the way he fights. So anyhow, uh, I think that's, and also like, (laughs) like with, you know, you have your wire fighting, you have the flying through the air fighting, and then you have like super realistic. They're not doing anything that humans can't actually do. Close quarters, trying to yeah. kill each other, efficient fighting. So I like, I like how there's so much variety in one-on-one fights. So we have to mention that that entire sequence had no music to it, and it made yeah. it so much more intense. Because you just yeah. hear you everything. hear all the punching and 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 whipping of like the coat against the thing. Anyway, uh, Matrix Two Reloaded. Um, this is the fight sequence. This is where my I cheated, and I get negative. No, three th- no, this isn't cheating. This is this is brilliant. <laughs> but uh, this is where um, Neo fights Agent Smith. He ends, actually ends up fighting over eighty of them. During but it's this all fight Agent sequence. Smith. Yes, it's all Agent. Smith. It is one person. So this is my think outside of the box kind of a thing. Um, it was said that during that scene, um, a lot of the actors who played uh, the Agent Smith, they had a whole bunch of different people that came in. Yeah. Um, only a few of the Smith clones were actually played by Hugo Weaving. Uh, open casting calls uh, for males with similar body shapes and structure took place, and then they superimposed the heads on. But they were wigs, <laughs> and so when they were wire fighting and, like, uh, Neo does that ground punch thing and, they, yeah. like, fly back, a bunch of their wigs flew off, <laughs> and I guess they kept a lot of them in the movie because they couldn't catch them all because there's so many agents were all that's running around awesome so oh, that's great yeah so i gotta rewatch that there's now. a lot of practical in this but it was said that something like uh oh you know what i can't find it so i'm i'm gonna skip that um the sequence was shot 18 se- in 18 second intervals to change the camera angles because neo Jeez. has to perform more than 250 moves they started uh in november 2000 training for uh, these uh, movies. Yeah, it's a super complex fight scene. My only problem is there's a point in that fight scene where the... And I I know they did this on purpose, but it still takes me out of the movie. There's a point in that fight scene where everything gets like super computer graphic-y. And they did that on purpose to kind of accentuate the fact that this is the Matrix. And now that he's doing all these incredible things, it kind of makes it more obvious that it's the Matrix. And things sort of become more and more cartoonish. But yeah, that, the way the it, bodies move. Like and stuff. at first, it's so practical, and he's really fighting people. Yeah. But there, eventually, when he like plants that like big concrete post into the ground and starts like running around kicking people in the face, it's like, okay, this isn't even remotely realistic <laughs> anymore. And and um, and it doesn't yeah. bother me a lot, but it does bother me a little. But yeah. I, I'm glad that you picked that fight scene because I think it is a really good one. Okay, uh, my second fight scene is from the first Mortal Kombat movie uh, with. Johnny Cage and Scorpion. 
fight. Scorpion. Um, it's when it starts out in the woods, and it's the first time you really get to see Scorpion, which is the reason to see that movie. That's why everyone yeah. goes. Scorpion yep. was like the best character. It's actually a pretty good movie. Yeah. The first one is really decent. It's got good humor in it. But uh, Scorpion walks through the jungle, and his hand opens up, and the... Whoa. And the hand opens up, and the thing comes out. Um, And they battle through the forest, and he gets to do all of his powers, and then they fall into, like, that underworld with all the fire and, like, the crashed ships, and he removes the mask for his fatality. And it's just a really vivid and memorable uh, fight scene and something that people who play the video game went to see the movie, that's the type of thing they wanted to see was that type of stuff. And they got it in that fight and it was fantastic. Agreed. Good choice. Good. Good. My number one is Donnie Yen again, the guy who plays Ape man. Uh, he's actually just so you know, the world has recognized his brilliance and he is involved in the new star Wars movies. He plays the guy with the staff in rogue one, yep. a star Wars story. So we're actually going to see him on screen. He which was is also great. knighted. So he's Sir Donnie Yen. Really? No, I made that up. <laughs> Thanks a lot. He's amazing. He's amazing. Dang it. Uh, <laughs> That'd be awesome. He did a movie and unfortunately I've never seen this movie, but I have seen the fight and it is the best ever. So shut it. Um, <laughs> Uh, is Donnie Yen versus his buddy Jack Wu Jing? Um, it's in this movie called Killzone SPL. Uh, and he, he, the great thing about this movie, so it starts out and it's just really awesome choreography. He's got like this steel rod, like telescopic rod, you know, like weapon thing. And Wu Jing has a knife, pretty BA knife. It looks super sweet. It's in a house. And no, it's out on the street. And, Flying with daggers. <laughs> and, and and at first it's like it seems choreographed yeah. and polished, but it's really cool. But then there's a moment like halfway through the fight where they start like they've sized each other up and they start like looking for opportunities to attack. And basically they train so much and they're both uh, actual martial martial arts experts yeah. and they train together so much that they decided to improvise a lot of the fighting. And so it gives it lends this realism to the fight that's just incredible that you almost never see in a movie because they're bouncing back and forth looking for opportunities to strike and they have to react to each other's movements and it makes the fight so realistic and so real that it just totally sucks you in so i really love this fight and the choreographed moments are really awesome and it's so brutal and the, when he finally wins the fight it is really brutal (laughs) like stabs the guy like runs like pushes him like you know so he has to keep stepping back because he's like oh i won and and it you it like shows a close-up of the knife like sliding across his stomach like cutting him cutting him open it's pretty like oh you know like oh but it's awesome huh matt number one number one oh uh this is the fight scene yeah (laughs) well i try uh, bilingual here at the nerd, uh, Nerdist. Yeah, Nerdist. Uh, yeah. The Nerdist we are totally at the we Nerdist. We wish. We wish. Film we are podcast. the Nerdist. Hey, by the way, yeah. Nerdist. Uh, you know, give us a <laughs> studio to, to record. All the time. I don't know why I was thinking that. I apologize, <laughs> film Narkians. I'll cut it out. Um, no, don't. 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 Right, I won't cut it out. We are we, the Nerdist. We say no, 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 no. But we <laughs> say we're going to cut something out, and we never. I don't want people to get the wrong idea. This is not like a polished. You know, like yes, this is. is live. 
basically all the mistakes are in there. It's totally mm-hmm. polished. I don't think there's been Just one like moment the where we said there was something in a, where we said something inappropriate and had to remove it. I don't think that's ever happened. It's all like anyhow. Sorry. Legend of the Drunken Master. Yes. Ooh. Jackie Chan. This yes. Is, uh, this movie was made 16 years after the original one that he was also in. Um, this is the final fight scene in the warehouse with the uh, um, the henchman. And the reason why it's with the, the henchman guy is because the boss got hurt during um, during some of the filming. He huh. kept spraining his ankle over and over and over and over and over. So those crazy uh, kick kicking moves that he does. <laughs> yeah. So this guy, um, they trained uh, for a very long time. I think it was three months that that particular guy trained to take that part. I don't remember what his name is. Sorry, guys. Um, but Jackie Chan uh, falls into some coals during this fight scene. He does get burned. Um, IRL in real yeah, life. Yeah, in real life. And they have to continue <laughs> shooting. Oh, wait. No, that's not him. That's the other guy. Um, no, Jackie Chan No, no, no it is himself. him. Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. he does his own stunts because he's awesome. He yeah. also, there was a, a choreographer that was supposed to choreograph that fight. And yeah. it wasn't working, so Jackie well, Chan was, was like, uh, yeah. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. I just, I love that fact. And, but, it was the director. Right, yeah, At the very yeah. end of the movie, uh, he ended up leaving because uh, they had different ideas. And so. And then Jackie and it Chan the best choreographs it. And it's so, I'm so glad he does. And that's where his, you know, his signature style kind of got born because he yeah. is a really good choreographer as well as a fighter and actor. And this is all practical, no wires and stuff like that for this. So that is pretty dang cool, especially if you. You watch the part where he kicks him back, and he flies back probably 10 to 15 feet and lands basically on his face, <laughs> and it's so awesome. And then he gets up, and he well, um, he drinks that kerosene or whatever yeah, it is. and gets super so drunk this, and So this fight has some up. comedy elements. It's got some very serious fighting, some very uh, intricate fighting, some very goofy fighting, and some very well choreographed right uh, and fighting. a little bit of prop fighting which is yeah, you know this classic style so this this was 7 minutes and it took 4 months to shoot nice 4 months on that scene that's crazy yeah anyway cool cool scene in the movie Okay, well, I decided to choose a fight scene that is almost impossible to just find a quick description of with the people involved and uh, everything. But there is a very short YouTube clip. But it is from the movie Seven Samurai from 1954. It is a Japanese movie about um, a group of people. Their town gets attacked by bandits, and then they fight them. It's directed by Akira Kurosawa, and uh, whose ancestors were actually samurai 100 years before that so yeah cool. magnificent seven is based on seven samurai yes it's like right. the american version mm-hmm. yes they made it like all kind of old Western. westy yeah um yeah. but um um it's an incredible fight at the end of the movie they have this huge battle and then there's this big build-up between this big bad guy and one of the main samurai and the main bad guy comes running towards him. So there's all this huge buildup about this super epic fight that's going to happen with the sword up. And when he gets close enough, he brings his sword down and the other guy without moving his feet blocks it and hits him with the sword at the same time. And they're both just kind of standing there and everyone's watching and the other guy just falls over and it's the end of the fight is this one move. It's literally like 10 seconds of him running towards him, going to attack. And it's this huge buildup for it. And it is just one of those like, 
whoa <laughs> like moments because it builds up to it and it is regarded as one of the best movies it's part of entertainment weekly's uh 100 greatest films of all time it's highly rated as one of the best japanese films of all time even though critics were not a big fan of it when it first came out it got kind of lukewarm reviews and while being made it uh that kept trying to shut it down toho did because they thought they were making a flop but it's one of those movies that has just always been a classic throughout all these years, and I highly suggest watching it's it. It's fun to hear the background because uh, I knew it's a classic and it's considered really, really, you know, criterion, if you will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, you know, originally, that's funny they thought they were making a flop. Hmm. Real, I knew we're like way over time, no, probably. But I have a question for you guys, like to kind of. Uh, springboard off of this were there any fights that you really wanted to put in there but there were like it wasn't one-on-one um yeah protector going up the stairs with tony jaw going around see i I thought about getting tony jaw involved too because i really like tony jaw but i wasn't able to fit in anything else that jackie chan has done even though yep like I'm All so the ac- action sequences that he's done uh, over the years, the movies are not always great storyline-wise yeah. and all that kind of stuff. He plays a cop 95% of the time. <laughs> um, but, man, is he so stinking creative. I'm, yeah. I just wanted to say I love that you're such a big Jackie Chan fan because I'm a huge Jackie Chan yeah. fan. I've spent, like, hours on Netflix just looking up Jackie Chan and watching every movie that they have of his on there. And then when I'm done doing that and I can't find some movies that I want to see, I'll I'll watch them somewhere else cuz I love Jackie Chan movies. We um, must we must say or pay our homage to Bruce Lee. In, yes. Uh, yes. We didn't mention a movie. Yes. But holy moly. Uh, Enter the Dragon. Also, great Jet, fight sequence. Jet Li has done a lot of amazing yep. fight scenes. This, and that's the second one. He that's what's really tough good, about a top He has three. good yeah. one-on-ones, but he also he has really one, good one-on-ones. That group was almost fights. on my list. And yeah. the only reason it wasn't on there for honorable honorable mention was because I put Scott Pilgrim in. Mm. So yeah. quickly, I will say, go check out the fight scene in Hero where they have all the fight scene in their mind. And it's in black yes, and white. Yeah. Yes, where the guy's playing Dude. the instrument the whole time. Dude. Also, uh, the the girl in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, she has some amazing fights. That's the, true. I wanted to put in like Kill Bill, but most yeah. of those crazy aren't one on one. Yeah, yeah, like the crazy eighty eight fight. Um, I will say with uh, Jet Li, um, Fist of Legend. There's a scene where he takes on a whole karate dojo, and it is that's one of my the one I was thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it's definitely too. not. It's like the opposite of one on one. Yeah. Um, okay. So check out our Instagram. We are film narc on Instagram. It's just, you know, all lowercase, no space, F I L M N A R C. And our website is similar, it's www.filmnarc.com. Uh, the Instagram is fun. It lets you know when anything new is coming out, especially the reviews, which we've been doing a lot of. Lots of reviews. Um, and, uh, uh, and we're trying to get a hundred viewers so we can throw a bit of a party. The website though, you can get everything that we have on our website. And also actually our Facebook page has the website in a tab. Um, so you can get to those in both, both places. So, um, our Facebook is film narc and the Facebook is good too. Speaking of reviews, um, I post all that stuff on Twitter too. So hashtag retweets, likes, favorites, comments. We appreciate it. Um, we just want people to know that we exist and uh, maybe um, get some more ideas from you guys as fans. Um, we are on iTunes. We are on Stitcher. Is there anything else that you want us to be on? Let us know. Get Hit us up on Twitter. That is at Film Narc Podcast. 
Yep, and we beautiful. are also on Patreon. If Patreon. you listen to the show and you're a big fan of the show and you want to help us out, we got a lot of ideas that we're not exactly able to put out there right now, but we really want to because we think you'll enjoy it. Uh, lots of original material. Uh, go on there, uh, donate. Um, you'll also get some rewards depending on how much you donate, some fun stuff that will get you to be a part of our show. Um, as well as access to some Q&As or blabs or something that we'll do with you guys later. We really want you to get involved uh, because this is for you. And so, hey. <laughs> Corey was not able to feed his daughters today because we did the podcast. I fed them snakes and dirt for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> we need contributions from listeners like you. So I can upgrade to go for some points. We need to have a fun drive. Fun drive. A we fun should go for a fun drive. A fun we'll drive. All just hop in a bus. Dude, <laughs> I'll take us. I'll drive. drive. I don't want to go in a bus. Yes, you do. All right, go with us. We need your help. Yeah, that was perfect. Again, <laughs> Space Jam reference. All right, thank you guys for tuning in. I'm Corey. I'm Matt. And I'm Chris. And we haven't come up with a way to end that. Peace <laughs> out, film Narcan. Bye. Milk was a bad choice.